They're two best friends that used to date But it's hard to fall in love when you're gay and straight and Now they're living in the city and they're sharing space Drinking and twerking all over the place With Thomas and Kendall, the debauchery never ends They're probably drunk so there's no need to pretend I'm everybody's best friend Hey friends. hey friends, it's Thomas and Kendall, and welcome back to everybody's best friend. Happy Thursday! Thank you. Our favorite day of the week, which is really quick, I have to say. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw, but Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio are launching a podcast that launches and releases new episodes on Thursdays. So they're really coming for our brand. Well, I'll have to talk to lawyers about some legal action because I'm gonna lawyer up on the D'Amelios. That's all I have to say. And if any of you shank us and move on to their podcast on thursdays instead you are no longer our friends there will be beef there will be receipts just kidding we all have to listen but like listen to ours first okay okay Okay. how are you ben how's your week oh my god this week what a fucking doozy you guys we have so much to recap about the news this week it feels like it's been a year the only personal update i can share is that i have figured out how to manage the curtain bang (laughs) Bangs. <laughs> I have figured out how to manage the curtain bangs. I know you are all so concerned, but I'm no longer looking like an obese man. And for that, I'm thankful. Period. We how about you? That. How was your week? I had a really good week. I closed two deals at work. Okay. Oh my God. Call me Christine uh, Quinn, bitch. Okay. I'm left and right. Okay. Davina. How dare you? You take that back immediately. <laughs> so hateful. Um, other than that, it's been, you know, bleak the week was off to a rough start with of course the first presidential debate which was a three-ring idiot circus if you ask me (laughs) (laughs) it really was it like i i don't even know what to say about it other than things are so fucking bleak please vote please register to vote if you need help figuring out how to request an absentee ballot i will help you please there is no excuse for not voting okay okay you gotta exercise that right yeah do your civic duty (laughs) (laughs) anyway let's get right into who we're dying dying for. for I thought that was an opportunity for a song, maybe. <laughs> no, I hated that. But we'll leave that in, because it's usually me doing the weird singing, and that's on turn. you this week, okay? <laughs> Who are you dying for, Thomas? This week, I'm dying for Matt Bomer, because oh, it leads into... Wow, what a twist. I know, I didn't say that a word about it. not who he just told me he was going to I didn't die tell- for. Oh, oh, yeah, so I'll talk about him <laughs> later, but um, I'm dying for Matt Bomer, because this leads into, have you seen, have you heard, have you watched? Oh. Ryan Murphy's... Uh, movie version of the boys in the band just hit netflix but it's like enough Enough, ryan murphy Murphy. wait i saw another thing it was just well you'll love this because everyone knows thomas is obsessed with serial killers and who is his serial killing idol say it with me one One, two two, three three. jeffrey Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer. (laughs) did you see that ryan murphy just got the rights he officially got the go-ahead from netflix to do a jeffrey dahmer series he's gonna ruin it for me oh my god no someone was like and who's gonna play him sarah fucking paulson <laughs> i think not no honestly probably but i saw this tweet Evan it was Peters? like no someone was like we need to take wikipedia away from ryan murphy it's like he is scrolling Seriously. through just clicking on these names we have seen enough from you sir yeah just a quick sidebar to like we didn't give you enough seconds to sink in that thomas has an obsession with jeffrey dahmer who kills people and eats them so let's just let that sink in for a minute 
And back okay. to you with Matt Bomber. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, you know, I won't defend myself. I'm not ashamed. Matt Bomber was in The Boys oh, in the Band. Bomber, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, how dare you, fake fan. Um, the Boys in the Band was fine. I don't really love the play itself. I think it's like... I think it was intended to, like, be a really applicable story for, like, gay culture today, but I just did not feel that way. I didn't see it. (laughs) It was written in the mid-60s, and the whole play is just about this, like, birthday party of a bunch of gay men who, like, literally all hate each other, but they're, like, friends. It's, like, so confusing. But, like, every gay man I have ever loved is in it. Of course, my dad, Andrew Reynolds, was in it, acting just like me. I'm like, this tracks. (laughs) Um, But... Matthew Bummer gets naked a few times in the show, and for that I'm dying for him this week. I've never like seen more fully naked. Yeah, you see like some peen. <gasps> he has like a what? he's like a really like naked sex scene with Andrew Reynolds, which like easy for me to plug myself right in there. <laughs> um, it was great. I've never seen a more perfect looking human being. Yeah, he's really perfect looking. I do need to watch it. There's maybe, so much I need to watch. Yeah, maybe he can play Jeffrey Dahmer. I'd, I'd get behind that. Oh, I could get behind that. But Ryan Murphy, fucking enough. No, we've seen enough of you. Like, I no more please but yeah May, must that... i bring up the carny folk yet again <laughs> i mean come on well this is different though because this so this was great because it's the exact broadway cast in the netflix movie yes whereas there's some drama because ryan murphy is also adapting the musical the prom yep. into a film but did not take the broadway cast and cast like meryl streep and all these a-list people and everyone is like we had a broadway cast who was perfectly capable of doing this so it's like he's has, you know, you can't pick and choose, okay? I know, but that's what I also hate about Boys in the Band is like now these Broadway actors who I love are like slowly becoming Ryan Murphy trolls. So like Andrew Rannells is now also doing the prom and I'm sure is now like going to be connected to oh, Ryan Murphy. Yeah. And Matthew Bomer did American Horror Story and Stop he was in this. Stop turning our Broadway people into carny folks! Yeah, enough with the carnies. No <laughs> carnies 2020. But anyway, I digress. Matt Bomer, I'm dying for him. Perfect, perfect, perfect human being. Yeah, he really is. Those striking blue eyes, okay. We love him. We love him. Who are you dying for, Ben? I am dying for the entire cast of Saturday Night Live. Go off. Last night was the season premiere of the new season, season 46, I believe, of Saturday Night Live. And what a way to kick off the season. The new cycle this week was just begging for a new Saturday Night Live episode. Yeah. Jim Carrey has joined the cast to play Joe Biden. Which, what a what a power move. It what is. It's amazing. Call. Our queen, My Rudolph, is playing Kamala Harris. <laughs> Alec Baldwin, obviously, is still playing Trump. It was just so good. Yeah, like I only watched the cold open. Yeah, the cold open funny. was the debate, obviously. And This country needs a WAP. Woman-ass president. <laughs> <laughs> just, seriously, everything about it was so good. Everyone on that show, I'm so obsessed with. We all know I'm deeply obsessed with Pete Davidson. He was in one sketch, and he has just never looked better. I love him so much. Go off. I am obsessed with Bowen Yang. I mean, the Not enti- to be confused with Andrew, Andrew Yang. Yang. <laughs> never forget Thomas's little slip up there, <laughs> thinking our friend was going on a date with Bowen Yang's <laughs> chief of staff. <laughs> Why he would ever have a chief of staff, it's unclear. Unclear. But... I mean, the cast is just so good. There's so many new people in the cast that I'm so excited to get to know. Everyone knows my literal dream is to be a writer slash performer on Saturday Night Live. So I'm deeply obsessed with the show. And it was just so good. I mean, the news weekend update was so funny because sure. just it has been a dense, dense, dense week of it news. Sure has. 
I'm just obsessed with them. Yeah. So it's a I'm very great. Glad they're back. Yeah, I'm so glad they're back. During an election year, during COVID, like it's just the sketches are Money. unmatched. Yeah. They're so good. So everyone watch it. We'll be watching it every week, or at least I, I will, because I have nothing. It's not like I'm going out on Saturday nights anymore. No, I was in bed that. by 6 p.m. last night, you guys. Ew. It's bleak. It's bleak. That's scary. But anyway, let's do a little, have you seen, have you heard, have you watched? Let's get out our notes. Okay. I think we just kick it off with the big one. Yeah. (laughs) We're not going to go too in depth for the sake of just like grace of ourselves, but... Not for grace of him. No, not for, for grace, grace of him at all. Our reputation. Our reputation. Because I couldn't give a fuck about this cheeto motherfucker. No, but um, Trump has COVID, and Kendall, would you like to do the honors? Yeah, when we were talking about what we were going to say about this, I said all we were going to say is, "Karma's only a bitch if you are," and that is what we will say. And that's all we have to say. And Hope Hicks, thank you for doing the Lord's work. And with that, let's move on. <laughs> Wait, no, one last thing. My favorite. <laughs> tweet about the whole thing because twitter has just been amazing twitter was created for a moment like this the best tweets that i'm seeing are the ones that are like wow the writers of 2020 deserve an emmy coming in giving corona this evil villain track and now this hero arc (laughs) who would have ever seen it coming all that to say it's just this it's poetic (laughs) It, it is it is absolutely poetic I've never woken up so fast. I felt like Snow White. The birds were singing. <laughs> like, I have been manifesting this moment for the last six months, and it's here. So. <laughs> Someday my prince will come, and that motherfucker <laughs> knocked on my glass coffin and said, Miss Rona knocking on our door. So, I mean, what, what a piece of news. We could not talk about it. Okay, I'm going to bring up another piece of news heard all around the world, but very, very, very sad news. Chrissy Teigen losing her baby, losing her pregnancy. It is truly one of the saddest stories I've ever, like, read and witnessed. I'm so obsessed with her. I've been following her pregnancy so closely, but especially was following, like, those few days that she was in the hospital so closely. And it sounds like this came really out of nowhere. She was obviously having problems with her pregnancy the entire time and had been on bed rest, but who knows if we'll ever know. We don't don't need to know. It's It's a private thing, but... Um, she lost her baby, Jack, they called him, and it's just so sad, and I feel so awful for her, keeping her and her entire family in our thoughts and prayers, but I do think it's really good that she was speaking so openly and so publicly about having a miscarriage, because it's something that's so, so, so common in women, and so traumatic and so not talked about. And I think this is going to start a really necessary conversation yeah. about that. And um, she's just, you know, always been so open about her life. And this is a really hard thing to be open about. But I hope some good will come from it. And yeah. I think that's why she's been so open. But we were just thinking of her and her entire family. It's so sad. All right. For those of you who are watching The Vow... Which I'm trying to get Kendall to watch, but again, Kendall with TV, uh, there's just such a long list of things we need to cover before we get there. But Well, no, I would watch that, but I don't have HBO Max, so someone give me their fucking login and I'll watch it. You know who you are. I know you got the good good. Um, <laughs> those who are following The Vow closely, there was a very big breaking news story in the um, Keith Raniere, like court case that The Vow is about. 
Claire Bronfman, who was like one of the big investors in Nexium, and she's like the heiress to the fucking Seagram sparkling water dynasty, whatever. Go fuck yourself, bitch. Um, she was sentenced to nearly seven years by the court after prosecutors only recommended five. The judge was like, no, 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 bitch. You going away for longer. Which is like, obviously justice for everyone that was harmed in like the Nexium controversy and Keith Raniere's horrible, horrible, satanic, horrible practices, degrading women, and I'm excited justice is being served. On the toast, they keep on calling calling it like the loseriest cult ever. It's it like is. it's full of fucking losers. Like, okay, Con- the heir to Seagrams, and they're calling it the celebrity cult. Like the only famous person is that bitch from, from Smallville. Smallville. Like, everyone shut no, the fuck up. I saw a tweet recently that described it so perfectly it was like come join my midnight volleyball cult and i'll like teach you how to hate yourself they play i know i said court they like they all are like in 90 sweatbands playing volleyball at like all hours of the night these fuckers never sleep that's part of the you know brainwashing side of it he like monitored their sleep and like convinced them that they didn't need to sleep to function so they were more susceptible to being like manipulated it's all so fucked but I know, I need li- to watch. Loserville, literally. Have fun in jail, bitch. We won't miss you. Hope they bring you sparkling water. <laughs> Speaking of more TV, quick Dancing with the Stars oh, recap. God. It was Disney week, and it was, honestly, this was show, fierce. this show, I cannot believe I have never religiously watched this. Me neither. My new life dream is to be on Dancing with the Stars. I want to be just B-list enough <laughs> yes. that I can make it onto the show and stunt on these hoes. I mean, it's the best show it I've is. ever watched. It's my new favorite reality program. This week was out of this it's world. Immaculate. Immaculate. The routines were amazing. Caitlin Bristow, she is going to win that disco ball. I know. She is so good, even with that broken ankle. Neve, Neve Shulman. Okay, talk about Neve. In character no. the whole time yeah, as Jack whole Sparrow. Time. I am also dying for Neve this week. That man was Jack Sparrow. His dance was amazing, but. Every time the cameras cut to him, he was fully in character, like up in the balcony. Oh God, it was what so an good. icon! He is such a dark horse; like he could win this whole thing. I want thing. him to win too. And let's talk about Ms. Carol Baskin. <laughs> Gotta save her for last. Dressed as like, like she was on the non-neck bus and truck of the Lion no, King. It's like, <laughs> it's like, what are you? Why did they do that to her? Everyone got to be a princess, and then this <laughs> motherfucker they made. <laughs> in a fucking lion no, suit. And her poor Pasha, her partner. Poor Pasha. He had like the prosthetics. Yeah. I was like, these poor people. I kept on panning to her in this gold unitard and this like curly mane. Like unitard. No oh, favors. God. Also, my favorite of hers, which one of our listeners like texted us about, her being like, my favorite part of the Lion King is that these animals get to live free. It's like CGI, bitch. Fucking pump the brakes. I There's know. a shot of Bruno's face behind her while they're dancing. I'll try and find it and put it on the feed where he literally is like, <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Well, in case you haven't watched, fast forward a few seconds, but she was eliminated this week, which I honestly... I'm shocked by. I could have sworn the producers were going to keep her on for at least like one or two more episodes. She was just so far below the level of everyone else. It wouldn't have 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 looked authentic. Yeah, no. But I mean, I will say I do think it was strategic. Like so many people tuned in just because she was on it. And now are seeing how good Good the show is. is. So I think the ratings will still be really, really great. 
Also, we have to say it again. Can someone come get Tyra Banks? Oh my like, god, what is going on with her? She is. She asks the worst questions. She doesn't shut up. And then, like, she leaves the judges no time to give their scores. So they just have to, like, shout a number. It's like, yeah. no one cares, no one Tyra. Cares about you. Also, of all the Disney outfits, you went with some weird, like, 125th Street Minnie Mouse get up? <laughs> like, what are you wearing? No, it, she needs to go. But everything else on the show is. Flawless. Sublime. Sublime. What else do I have? Oh, speaking of Caitlin Bristow, just a little update on our Bachelor tea. Reality Steve is now reporting that it was the producer's plan all along to get Claire to quit a few episodes in. They had supposedly, they had Taysha on hold from day one, they had a feeling, knowing how Claire operates, since she's been on the show 10 million times, and hearing conversations of her and this guy, Dale, that she chooses, that they would be able to manipulate her into leaving the show with him a few episodes in. That's scary. And apparently we'll see on the show, it's not her who goes to the producer saying she wants to leave. Like the producers convince her to leave. And then Taisha comes in. So we'll see. It actually, oh my God, wait, is this, what's the date this week? No. The fourth. Never mind. We have another week until Bachelor actually starts, but that's just and then, a little update. Bitch, is this podcast going to get spicy? Oh, it's okay. going to get, it's going to get so spicy. I cannot oh. wait. One other quick Bachelor related thing. Did you see the pictures of Tyler C. hanging out with the Sway Boys? You showed me. And I said, uh, find my body mutilated <laughs> on the side of the photo. <laughs> I mean, Tyler C. is like so hot. It's ridiculous. But what is he doing with them? I'm kind of like, can you not? They're 19 and you're like 27. Can no, you maybe I like want, leave them I alone? I want more. I want more of those collabs. I mean, I want more. But also I have to just say one thing that I've noticed. Um... Does anyone know why Bryce Hall's arms are so short? <laughs> watch his arms when you watch his next TikTok. He has little flappy like chicken wings. He's so Aww. ugly. I hate him. Yeah. But anyway, Tyler C. Sway Boys. I mean, TikTok is just truly taking over Seriously. the world. They talked about it on SNL. I mean, it's all anyone can talk about. Speaking we of, love like, it. Yeah. TikTok highlights. My One of my new favorite TikToks is there's a TikToker, Will Morella, who does a fucking immaculate um adam driver impression it's <laughs> yes, all like pov of like him. adam driver like doing a bunch of things and it is so fucking spot on because i haven't really ever realized how absurd adam driver's voice is until <laughs> this man did this impression of him at starbucks being like hi hello can i have some coffee please <laughs> it's really it's funny so fucking funny you have to check him out and then my last thing we haven't even really been saying have you seen have you heard have you watched have you watched? I know you have because we watched it together. Our queen, Michelle Buteau, her Bitch! comedy special. Welcome to Butopia. Finally came out on Netflix. It we was, watched it. It was so good. It's just as good as I wanted it yeah, to be. Yeah, me too. She's she looked so amazing. funny. We just love her. Everyone check her out. She's our famous. <laughs> she's our favorite. I mean, comedian. She's where we say yuck from. We love her so much. She she does drop one yuck in the comedy special. It's very funny. Oh, she does? Yeah, she does. Uh, I forget where. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, love her. Loved that. She's a queen. Check her out. I'm trying to think of anything else I've been watching. I'm going to officially start Succession this week. I'm holding myself accountable by saying it out loud on the podcast. So that's that. Again, someone give me their HBO login so I can watch these HBO shows. Truly. I think that's all I got. Same. Period. 
All right. And on with the show. On with the show. This week, in light of everyone, aka Donald Trump, but also literally Donny, everyone. Donny, Donny, Johnny, Johnny, but also everyone in the world saying New York is dead. New York is a ghost town, anarchist jurisdiction. Like, yeah. like, we are here to spill the tea as two people who actually live here on what it has been like in these COVID times. Yeah. Disclaimer, Thomas and I were not here during the worst of it. We yeah. were both home in Connecticut from March till the end of June. So we're not talking about i mean obviously new york went through a, a very very scary period where yes it was a ghost town when no one was leaving their house because it needed to be that way in order right. for people to survive yes but we've been back since the end of june and we're just going to talk a little bit about how it has been because moral of the story is new york is alive and well she's booming baby that being said, our numbers are going up a little bit. So everyone keep those masks on, please. Literally begging for it. I know. Keep those masks on and like, please stop going to parties. Like, I beg of you. Begging for that. So just some of our like favorite things about quarantine New York. My personal favorite is how much the virus and the quarantines have like forced everyone to like get outside. Because yes. New York, you guys, everyone thinks it's like a fucking pile of trash island. There are such gorgeous like parks and outdoor places to like walk and sit that are so gorgeous and sublime in this fucking city. Yes. The apartment that I moved into um, in, when did I move? August Mm -hmm. is two blocks away from Central Park. And it is the best thing that has ever happened to me. Central Park has always been my favorite place in New York. I am obsessed with it. I love it there so much. And now I go every single day our favorite thing to do we always go to sheep's meadow which i recently learned is actually called sheep Sheep meadow Meadow. one singular sheep which was shocking news to me um bring a little sheep just like prancing about the meadow (laughs) bring a little blanket bring bring a little white claw bring a you know bring a little charcuterie board charcuterie board (laughs) oh my god wait you guys i was hanging out with these guys the other night and one of them was so fucking annoying and he was like being such a mansplainer know-it-all like saying all this shit and he kept on calling a charcuterie board charcuter (laughs) and it took everything in me i kept on being like charcuter i was like what are you saying trying to correct him he just kept on being like yeah charcuter he didn't know that he was saying it wrong but charcuter charcuter had me weeping okay but anyway bring a little charcuter to the park um some of my love it my new favorite spots in my new apartment when kendall and i you know split up um, is right next to Riverside Park. And so we, it's kind of the same running trail we have, but we have a really nice running trail like right by the river. So like if I run in the morning, it makes me happy. If I run at night with all the pretty lights, like it really does move yeah. me to tears. But also like I was just up with my friend because her and her mother live uptown. I went and sat and walked around Fort Tryon Park up in Inwood. There are just so many cool spots in this city to like explore that I feel like with us being able to be inside and like stay in our two block radius, we, we rarely ever see and, and we celebrate that. Everyone is outside. Yeah. The park is packed, but not in a scary way. Everyone has masks on and is staying in their little groups, but it is packed. It's the busiest I've ever seen it. My new personal favorite thing is because I've been trying to get outside more and work out more, but like I just truly 
hate running as much as I force myself to do it. So my new thing is I go on these like 10 to 12 mile walks every day. (laughs) And I will walk the entirety of Central Park, top to bottom, east to west. I will walk the whole thing, seeing all spots in the park. I mean, I lived on the east side forever. So I've only been living on the west side. This is my second year living on the west side of Manhattan and I love it. We stand. But so many new places within Central Park to explore. But then also sometimes... I just, like last weekend, I walked from my apartment all the way past the West Village. I was literally going to walk to the end of Manhattan, but I had to come back to record our little podcast for y'all. But I just love going on these long ass walks. There's so much to see. I've lived in New York for six years now, but you could go on a different walk every single day and still not see everything. And, you know, pre-COVID, I would do the same commute every day to my office, be around the theaters, back home. As soon as I got home, I'd be so tired. I would get in bed and just like call it a day. Now I'm just walking around everywhere, exploring. There's so much to see. It is so beautiful. There are moments where it's disgusting. I don't know if you guys saw on my Instagram story, but oh my God, did you see the picture of my mural? No. Well, it's not actually a mural. So they're doing a lot of construction in my building right now. I live in this building that's, like, one of four buildings. And supposedly they're trying to, like, make some fucking hallway to connect all of them from the inside. Yeah, go off. And I guess people are upset that they're doing all of this construction. So we'll post this on the feed. In Sharpie, on the wall, (laughs) someone wrote, kill the fucking rats is what you really need to do. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean... Let me get one thing straight. There are not rats in my building, at least not that I have ever seen. I mean, seen. one did run over the back of my foot as I was walking back from that apartment once. But there are rats everywhere, everywhere. on the street. So I've, I've seen one or two, like, in this courtyard where the trash is. But, like, that makes sense. But that was a very New York moment. And this morning as I was getting ready, a woman was violently vomiting outside of my window for about 12 minutes. So oh, good. There are still, you know, gross moments like that. Stepped on a used condom on my way here but it's oh also beautiful okay <laughs> that's what makes new york beautiful it's poetic the filth it's poetic <laughs> it is anyone who says new york is trash you're trash okay well we're also coming into the best season of new york which is fall best season anywhere but yes in I new york cr- i walked up and crunched on some leaves today it made me really happy um so it's getting like cooler, which is good. And it's, I love my new favorite thing, city bike bitch. Never done it before. I know. It Everyone is, is doing it. I need to do it. It's just nice. It's also another nice way to just like get around. Like it's just nice instead of, because also the streets are a lot less crowded than they used to be because a lot of people have left. So See, but now I think they're totally normal. Yeah. I would be very scared. They were crowded. That's the thing. It was a little less crowded. Even since we got back. it's less crowded than it usually is. See, I don't agree with that. When we got back in June, it was still pretty quiet. But New York is always quiet in the summer because everyone goes to the Hamptons. Yeah. But now, it literally feels 100% normal. Every time I go somewhere, everyone's like, oh, how's New York? Like, how is it? I'm like, it's literally normal. Yeah. Except everyone wears a mask. Like, it feels and looks exactly the same as it always has. Yeah. But I'm too scared to try city bike. It's In so COVID fun. times or not. Like, oh, you get that fucking e-bike, bitch. You pedal once, you zoom in. No, but it's I know best. multiple people who have been hit by cars. 
Okay, well then just don't don't do that. Don't get hit by a car. Well, it wasn't their fault. Well, I'm not saying that it might it's, have been. <laughs> well, I no, I'm saying I know so many people who do, but that's just why I'm a little scared. You know? Yeah. What else was I Maybe say? I would try it in like Central Park first. Let's I also talk- haven't ridden a bike in years, yeah, so like yikes. I would need to practice. <laughs> Let's also talk about Revel, bitch. Oh God, have you tried it yet? No, at Kendall. Of course no. not. Okay, so for those of you who don't know what Revel is. Which I'm shocked that we have these because New York isn't even allowed to have like those bird scooters, those electric scooter scooters, which I scooters, <laughs> which I wish char scooters, <laughs> char cooter, which I wish they could have them because those are so fun. I've done those in LA and DC, and those are like my favorite way to get around a city. But um, New York has these new mopeds called Revel bikes or scooters or whatever. And they're the same idea as those bird scooters, but it's a literal moped that requires no training, no helmet. Anyone can take one. And then they were banned for a couple months because like 12 people died or something within like two weeks. But now they're back. They sure are. And they're everywhere. We all know I know how to ride a moped. I learned this summer in Block Island. We all know I know how to sit on the back of a moped (laughs) and not stress Kendall out too much. (laughs) But... I mean, when we rode the mopeds in Block Island, even, it was, like, almost more stressful than it was fun. I can't even imagine doing that here, riding in the road with traffic. No. No, thank you. I was down by the Williamsburg Bridge showing apartments with one of my friends, and she was like, do you want to just revel back to the office? I was like, huh? No. Sure don't. I did take a nice city bike ride though over the Williamsburg Bridge which was very beautiful and fun at night because it's right over the river and it's like the whole skyline and it's like really hard uphill hard and then you just like fly down really fun. That's fun. My thing that I want to do since I'm really into these long walks on the series finale of Broad City they walked from the top can we we do do that? that? Yeah. They walked from the top of Manhattan all the way to the bottom of Manhattan and then across the Brooklyn Bridge was like how they ended it and I've been dying to do that. It only takes like four or five hours. Let's do it. We okay, can, let's like, do it. That can be a podcast episode. Yeah. Another thing we were thinking for upcoming episodes, Thomas and I were in an Uber the other night, like late night, and we drove past the Intrepid. This and is I one was of the like, weirdest things Kendall's ever said. <laughs> no, but-, but I was like, what would you guys think if Thomas and I went and did like some weird touristy shit like that? And I don't know. We would probably have to like video it for it to be funny, but just like picture us flopping around on the Intrepid. Like or what like, happens on that giant ship? Only one way to find out, Mary. <laughs> like, we, like we don't belong there. But um, Us going up the fucking Statue of Liberty. Being like, we're at the top, we're in the crown, you're here. <laughs> like, there's there's so many. All that's open. Like, all the museums are open. I haven't been back yet. But while we're on the topic, what's your what's your favorite museum in New York? Okay, I love the MoMA, but hot take, I love the Met Cloisters all the way uptown. Oh, I've never been to the oh, Cloisters. We have to go. The museum itself isn't that impressive, but it's just like so uptown in the middle of the woods so like and it's kind of like an outdoorsy kind of museum it's like you walk onto the terrace and you're just surrounded by trees and water and it's just like looks like an abandoned castle i love the cloisters yeah it looks so beautiful yeah my favorite is the museum of natural history of course i fucking love that place not just for the giant whale obviously we (laughs) love that (laughs) obviously we love that but i don't know why I had been there like once when I was a kid and then 
in college, I just like always went to the Met because it was free and I lived right by it, which I love the Met too. Yeah, That's... I don't know. They had a big Dutch exhibit that really was tough for me. <laughs> I love the Met too. But in college, I started going to the Museum of Natural History all the time. And I love it. They have this amazing, like, interactive digital exhibit about um, population. Oh, my God. Let's go. No, you have to watch this video. It makes you realize, like, how young not only, like, the Earth is, but how young America is. Like, we are so young, but, like, our population explodes. Like, oh, my God. I just love it. I just had to give a shout-out to our favorite museum. But all that's open. I've been dying to go to... The Museum of the City of New York. It's like all about New York. I walk by it all the time when I walk to babysitting. Oh my God. So I want to do that. But anyway, I mean, I always like going to museums. It's just a matter of having time to do these things. Right. I never had time for anything but work. Granted, I am very fortunate that what I do for work is like also my hobby and my passion. So like I spend five out of seven nights a week like at a Broadway theater and it's work but it's also fun so it doesn't like feel like work but yeah yeah, I certainly don't have time to go to museums and like do fun stuff like that or I'm I get so exhausted during the week at work that on the weekend I don't want to do anything and just like sit in my apartment and not go out I will say I do miss like going out out oh I know we had a moment this weekend where we were like I know we we were were down in the Lower East Side and that's like My favorite place to go ever. And I was just having so many flashbacks of being drunk in those streets. I love you. Here we go. (laughs) But I was like, will I ever be drunk in those streets again? It's unclear. Yeah, it's just going to be a while. Also, if anyone's looking to live down there, a little real estate tip. I just showed a two-bedroom on the Lower East Side for um, $1,800. So get them while they're hot. Um, No, but I feel feel like time for sure. But I also feel like because our options are limited, it it gives me a new appreciation for these activities in these places that I usually will like would look over and look to something else more entertaining. You know what I mean? Same. My other favorite thing that has come out of having this extra time, which is from being unemployed, unfortunately, but we're working on it. We're working on it. We're really trying. But having all this extra time, I have reconnected with so many old friends. Yeah. And it seriously brings me so much joy because, again, I'm always so busy that then this sounds bitchy, but then, like, I'm really selective about who I see in my free time because I'm like, I only have a couple hours free a week. Why would I spend it with someone that, you know? But I have reconnected with so many old friends. There are so many people from our hometown who live here, and a lot of them I used to see before, but... I just feel like my circle of friends has expanded and just connecting with old friends, old faces that I haven't seen talk to in years, but now we finally have had the time yes. to reconnect. And that has been so special. And I, I seriously, agree. it makes me so happy. Me too. We all, obviously, everything is safe. We all wear masks and, you know, all outside. Play by the rules, of course. But it has been really, really nice, thanks to the COVID times, to like reconnect with people that, yeah, it's like you said, I just like never thought to make time for because my time was so limited and now that time is all I fucking have I'm like right I used to be like Michelle Buteau and be like why do I know so so many many dummies uh." but now I'm like wait this is so fun yeah (laughs) I love having friends from like every single part of my life for some reason every person I know has ended up in New York it helps that like I went to college here and then did a lot of like post-grad stuff here and everyone from our town lives here now but it's just so fun. So that's been 
another personal fave of mine. Having that time. Yeah. That's not really New York spe- specific, but it's COVID it is when they all live specific. here. Yeah. Um, another favorite New York specific thing about these COVID times is... Um, these COVID times. <laughs> <laughs> everyone always says that like New Yorkers are so mean and not friendly, which like is true to an extent. Like it's not... It's not like the South where you're walking by and everyone you see, you're like, hi, how you doing? Hello, howdy, ha- ha- happy Sunday morning. Ha- how's your mom? May yeah. Christ protect you. May the Lord bless and keep you. It's <laughs> certainly not that, but I have been, it just feels like everyone cares about each other a lot more here. I've been having so many amazing genuine thoughtful loving interactions with strangers again not in like a weird covid dangerous way i just mean like masked conversations on the bus in trader joe's in the park like everyone it just truly feels like everyone has come together because they went through such a scary time here and now everyone is so like unified and just I seriously I can't get over it. every day I have like an amazing conversation with a stranger. Yeah, I also think this is gonna be my next thing. So it's a very lovely little segue. But I feel like everyone at this point who lives in New York loves New York and wants to be in New York. I feel like because of COVID, like speaking to like our industry specifically, I think there are a lot of people who like live in New York for their job but don't necessarily like being here. And I feel like from COVID and the quarantine, people who like don't want to live here have left. So now it's like everyone that's left is like everyone who's so like passionate about living here and passionate about our community. And like, for that reason, I think, you know, living here has been so much more enjoyable because everyone that's here at this point, like wants to be here. Totally. And that's the thing. So many people moved out of New York. We can't deny that. Like that is a fact, but I truly think all the the people who moved out are people who had plans to move out at some point in their life, you know? Yeah. Like, the people who want people to be who here, didn't want to be here exactly. Yeah, and people will come crawling back once they realize how safe and normal it feels. Or maybe they won't because they've realized they don't need to live here. You know right, what I mean? and that's fine too. But just like this idea that New York is dead is just so so not absurd. the case. It's literally absurd. I posted on my Instagram story the other day too of us like walking around in the Lower East Side, and it is. The streets are popping. Everyone's adapting. Everyone's, we're all figuring it out together. And it's honestly kind of magical no, to it, be here. And it really like, is. Yeah. It really is. And I know we are very fortunate that we got out during like the scariest part. I know a lot of my friends who stayed the whole time have like true PTSD yeah, from the whole trauma. thing. From like, you know, hearing the sirens all the time and like the trucks of dead bodies. Like there's no denying that it was... It was really, really, really scary here for a long time, but it's on the up and it feels like a really happy, safe place to be right now. Totally. And I'm so glad that we're here. And if anyone who listens has been thinking about moving back or moving here in general, like I think now is a really good time to do it. Yeah. It's so fun. It feels the so safe. The real estate safe. market's in the toilet. Oh my so you God. Get an apartment for super you cheap. You can get an apartment for <laughs> Six so dollars. cheap. It's ridiculous. It's just, we love it here. We stand New York City, the city that never sleeps. That's for sure. That was a short little segment, but we just had to clear the air on New York. No ghosts in this town, Henny. We alive and well. All right. Okay.
Mine was good. Not that good, but better than usual. Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> so we actually, um, we got a little private cabin for two on the Hot Mess Express this week because we have a joint story. So Kendall and I have um, a story of shenanigans and debauchery that, of course, involves both of us. Because, you know, we can't do anything without the other. That is correct. And y'all seem to love our high school stories. So, bitch, let's roll the tapes it back. It seems that we may have peaked <laughs> in high school. All signs, you know, point to peaking. But anyway, Kendall and I, let's set the scene. We are in our school's magical feast. feast. Keep up. <laughs> um, where Kendall and I weren't the king and queen yet. This was a year before our powerful reign. <laughs> so the way the way our um, choir system worked is that like... Um, our school, like our school was so weird. The, the shows we did, we didn't do a musical, but instead we did that heinous '80s jazz review show, yes. and then we also did this Renaissance feast. We sure <laughs> did with a skit, a boar's head. It was like a five-hour wine so and dine. Long. It was the longest gowns, thing to tights, ever exist. Long johns, there were, tights, there jesters, were gowns, jesters, princesses. <laughs> It was bizarre. There was a stockade and we made people sit there like they were on yeah, trial. We locked people up in a real wooden stockade. <laughs> we gave no fucks and took no names no. at the magical feast. We and every year there's a king and a queen of the feast and it's two seniors. Obviously, Obviously it, it was, was us. us our senior year, okay? But junior year, the way our scheduling worked was Kendall and I weren't in general choir, but we were, of course, in the honors course select choir. <laughs> Keep up. Um, so we did, and we were expected to just kind of like learn the choral songs on our own because as a member of the honors choir, you, were you supposed, had to you be had in the regular be. choir too. So Kendall and I were like, yeah, 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 a bunch of Christmas songs. We'll just like, you know, hear it out and just like sing random words. So we show up to our dress rehearsal, or like our first rehearsal with everybody in the space, you know, in the the palace, the medieval (laughs) fucking palace. It was in a literal castle. Yes. And so we stood up, um, and Kendall and I were at the front of the group. Like, why did, why were we not hiding in the back? We were like, ah, this will be nothing. Because one of the songs, for those of you who are there, was... This Latin number entitled Luke's Arumque, which was all just... And all you had to say was, we'll do it for you right now. Five, six, seven, eight. It was like all dissonant chords and it was just random Latin syllables. So Kendall and I could get away with being like... Because any note you picked would fit in that weird ass chord. So we... So we breeze through Luke's Luke room quite, and we're like, "We have, mind you, we've never cracked open this music. No, never even looked at it. Nor were we even like being modest and sight reading it. There, we were like, Chetto, our teacher. We were like, we got this. No, we were singing random notes, saying random words, but it fit for that song. So we were like, oh, okay, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Then we got to what in musical theater you would call a patter song. <laughs> Which is This is Patterson! This is Patterson! Which is literally like musical rap. That is how fast it is. And this song was called like Sleigh Bells. Jingle Jingle Jangle or some shit. <laughs> it was called Sleigh Bells. And Thomas and I will give you a sample of us 
singing it. It was the fastest song I've ever heard. So all of a sudden, you're standing in the front, and the weird choral director just goes, and already I'm like this is too fast no, we're like we're, oh, we're fuck. fucked and the way the song actually goes so we'll do it before and after I don't know I do. how it goes the real song goes hear those sleigh bells jingle jingle fingers freeze and then they tingle something 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 mingle as we roll along and then it was like ching 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 <laughs> it was like absolute madness so Kendall and I have never seen this music are standing in the front <laughs> ready to like bullshit our way through fucking sleigh bells how hard could it be and the lady goes we are literally seizing in the front row and then i'm crying laughing because you know me i can't keep a straight face for shit I catch a glimpse of Thomas in full panic mode, just like having a seizure while saying the word jingle bells. Oh my God. I start like peeing my pants. I'm literally, there's tears rolling down my face and then we get the death stare. We're like, oh shit. This ain't gonna be good. I don't remember. We just like got in trouble. And I think we weren't allowed to sing with the choir. She pulled us from the number. We didn't, I certainly didn't sing no. the real thing. I think we were like, it's for Were we best. like hit in the back? No, I think she pulled us. And we were like, honestly, girl, good call. Because hear those sleigh bells jingle. Jing- it was Fingers just like freeze and a, then mutual, a mutual um, panic and then just absolute hysterical laughing. Both of us just being like, oh, 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 go, go. Because then it was one of those songs that, like you sing the same thing and then like it speeds up and then speeds up so then by the end everyone was like take those hit the jingle jing and we still didn't know the word <laughs> just going so off the rails no it was jingle jingle tingle bingle jingle 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 and then like in the breaks we would take to someone next to me i'd be like what are the words and they'd be like hear the sleigh bells jingle jingle fingers freeze and i was like no no you lost me go back to one <laughs> hear the sleigh bells jing-. so i'd be like hear the sleigh bells jingle jingle <laughs> there was no faking our way out of that oh one. God, that shit was so funny. Oh, good times. Anyway, this week was more of a wholesome episode. Yeah. H-O-L-E, S-O-M-E, baby. <laughs> wholesome. We had to give a shout out to our city. Again, the Hot Mess Express stories. You guys have to write in or we will have no choice but to abolish the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, I thought of another one, but I'm going to wait until next week to share it. Um, We call it Honey Mustard Gate. So stay on your toes (laughs) and wonder what that could mean. Um, But... Yeah, this week was a shorter episode. We feel like our episodes have been so long. You've been listening to us for like hours at a time. We'd keep it short, sweet, and wholesome because, you know, sometimes we get a little long. We get a little rowdy, a little vulgar. Every once in a while, we need a whole emphasis on wholesome (laughs) episode. We need to all bring it back to the whole, and that's on period. Period. Hope everyone's having a good week. Hope everyone is registered to vote. Please write in if you have anything you want us to talk about. Speaking of being registered to vote this week, I did the seminar where I was trained on phone banking. So I've started phone banking. It's super easy. If anyone wants to know how to get involved, how to do it, text me, DM me. I can show you the ropes. Um, yeah. Follow us on Instagram at best friend underscore podcast i had to think there for a second and our personal instagrams at t dolge and at kend underscore edwards you know the gmail has been 
silent for a while, but <laughs> hit her up if you need. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Write in. We love you. Miss you. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. They're probably drunk, so there's no need to pretend. Uh, everybody's best friend.